Yo, yo, yo. How's it going, my friend? Oh, well, what can I say? It's been relaxing of late. Uh, can't complain. No, dude, you can actually complain. <laughs> it's a free country or uh, like first, uh, first Amendment or some shit. I know, it's a figure of speech. I've just been really relaxed, as I said, of late. Well, that's certainly the way I like you. Relaxed, supple, and full of other qualities I start to really get into. Hence, one of the reasons why I stay relaxed. I like to mold myself to please your preferences. That is one of the qualities about me that you like. That I do. I like it. I don't like dealing with people doing their own thing, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know. So many peeps on the scene seem like conformists to a dude like me. And let's keep it that way. Hell yeah. If peeps weren't so normal, we could never stand out and actually build a career out of this. By the way, i um, been meaning to ask, how's life? Or how's things with you been going? I've been traveling as of late. Oh, uh, yeah? You never mentioned this. You never told me this. Where the dickens have you been going? Uh, stayed with family uh, in Oxnard. <laughs> Just six blocks from the beach. Oh, damn. So you could get there in one, two, three, four, five, or six minutes. Walk? <laughs> yeah, something like that. And it's a fairly private beach. So... Uh, well, let's just say I'm not going to be having many tan lines this summer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naked in Oxnard. <laughs> yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are. Yeah. And the Oxnard population is relatively diverse, and they have a fairly dichotomous attitude towards viewing my nudity. Some folks like it. Uh, some folks are against it. <laughs> Whatever, it, it kind of just depends on who you're talking to, L like anything. Of course. Perspective matters. Anything else you get up to in Oxnard? I like going to the library because, um, it, did you know that you can also check out DVDs there? Like, I've been really getting into what movies they have to offer. Oh, that's cool. Do you have any DVD recommendations? I guess if anyone's near the Oxnard Public Library or maybe anyone near Ventura, they could request it, of course. And it could be shipped in. Uh, Blair Witch Project, more or less. Oh, shit! Get me out of here! Hey, DJ? Turn off the scary shit and bring in the funny. All right, then. Well, please welcome Stephen Risk. After the theme song.
welcome, Stephen. Thank you both so much for having me. It's truly an honor to be a guest on this LA-based podcast. It is my goal to move to LA permanently, and this will be a big help to me. Well, we're huge fans of your work, and we're just really excited to be in the same room. Anything I can get you? A scotch would hit the spot right now. Ha <laughs> ha. Coming right up. There's something about scotch that's so helpful to get me in the right rhythm. Because I know we're going to be talking about comedy coming up, so it's nice to have something to hold. Like a mic? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just let us know when you need your glass replenished. Obviously, I'll be taking a look at your glass periodically throughout our conversation, but I don't want to be too nosy or a pest necessarily, Stephen. So feel free to pipe up when you want more, well, <laughs> scotch. <laughs> Will do. So, boys, just tell me, how many minutes would you say you've written so far this year? Minutes? Uh, let's just say it's a little hard to say due to a little thing called the, well, pandemic. <laughs> but I, I have a little iPhone app recorder thingy, and that lets me practice my stand-up. And uh, I guess I've probably got, like, maybe 75 minutes year to date. Okay, but... How many laughs per minute? Well, that is the big question that we're all waiting on, huh? I can't wait until restrictions are lifted. This quar has been a total buzzkill for the comedy scene, and the pandemic ain't great to boot. I love to say pandemic. Ha <laughs> ha. When restrictions are lifted, us stand-ups are gonna flock to the mics faster than a supersonic jet on meth. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of jets, Stephen, have you been working on any TV pilots? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. I've been writing a TV pilot, yes. Have I been working on a TV pilot? No. It's been writing itself. That is wonderful, Stephen. Any writer's room would honestly be lucky to have you grace the floor. Yeah, even if you were simply near the room, even in a corridor by a writer's room, the scripts would be funnier as you walked by. Thank you. I love hearing stuff like this. So, what's your script about? It's about a humble kid just trying to make it in the city of dreams. L.A.? Yep. Los Angeles, a.k.a. L.A. I like where this is going. You know, it's funny, Stephen. Matthew and I, we're both from Cali. And now you, you're in Cali to shoot the pilot. That's a good point. We could uh, meet up, but we're more kind of new friends now. That's true. We're new, but... <laughs> Honestly, we feel like we've known you. We like you. We like you a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. Elvis. That's right. Elvis Presley. The one and only. So, uh, how are your blue suede shoes going, Elvis? 
<laughs> How many of us could actually say we have a pair of blue suede shoes just laying around? I don't have them. Me neither. I feel like you'd have to be a total freakazoid in 2021 to be the owner of a pair of blue suede shoes. <laughs> like, uh. Steven, I've been meaning to ask, can I get a peek of your shoes, by the way? Been meaning to ask, um, a comic shoes, shall we say, matter? Yes, 100% yes. A stand-up comedian's shoes set the tone and demonstrate whether a comic is a professional who is serious about wowing the crowd. Thanks for saying this. Yeah, I guess I've always kind of known this, and hence I've worn excellent sneakers whenever I'm on stage. Me too. I've also always worn lifts. Do you really? You're already six two and a half. Do you really need lifts? Yep, they add a benefit. Damn. You're aiming for the sky. You're going to be huge. She's going to blow. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of blowholes. <laughs> hey, um, have you guys ever read Moby Dick? Me? I mean, I have. Obviously, I have. Let's just say English majors have a way of reading these sorts of things, <laughs> whether they stumble across it or seek it out at the moment they hit puberty. Hey, Stephen, um, been meaning to ask for a while now, actually. Um, what was your college major? Oh, it's quite simple, really. To me, the university that matters is the University of Stand-Up at YouTube. <laughs> uh, what branch? Whatever yeah. I have Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, so, worldwide? Exactamundo, the internet, is an important tool for stand-up comedians. It connects us in a way that previous generations of comics didn't have in terms of networking opportunities, social media, Twitter, and the like. I never leave home without it. Haha. <laughs> Damn, Steven, you seem to know a lot about this stuff. Can I get you another scotch? One more tall scotch and an empty stomach. Wouldn't hurt. What about a cigar to match the vibe? Both, please. Please, sirs. Can I have some more? So, Berbiglia. The comic? No, the, the graphic designer. Uh, who else? Yes, of course it's the comic. Sorry, guys. Can't be too careful in this climate. I wanted to ensure I knew the exact Berbiglia you were referring to. I only know one Berbiglia, and he's a one-off. Even if I did know other Berbiglia, they'd probably be pushed out of my memory because the first Berbiglia... Mike Berbiglia would blow them out of the water. <laughs> you know, it's funny they call that movie Sleepwalk with me because it'd be impossible to pass out during movie unless someone slips something into your drink. By the way, young stand-up comedians should study that movie. Berbiglia is charmingly wry. Hey, just curious. Um, what are your favorite movies, Steven? Yeah, I've been meaning to ask. Let us know as soon as possible. Great questions, gentlemen. I can answer that right now. No problem. All right, I'm going to answer it now. Let's do this thing. 
All right, so my favorite movies are as follows. Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs, Knocked Up, Superbad, Marx Brothers, all of Robin's movies, Bruno, Topic Thunder, Any Apatow Joint, Liar Liar, The Cable Guy, Step Brothers, Anchorman, Zoolander, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Team America World Police, Dodgeball, and stuff of that ilk. Awesome. Knocked up, huh? Have you ever thought of having kids? I've thought about doing the whole wife, kids, house with a picket fence thing. Kids say the funniest stuff and are good for coming up with material. But to be totally honest with you, the life of a comic makes it hard to have little munchkins around. Comics spend so much time out there on the road, in the clubs, with free-spirited, open-minded people. And those people come for one thing and one thing only. To laugh their heads off. And sometimes that means saying jokes that aren't exactly PG. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. You go there. Come on, though. You could just have one kid. Yeah, like you could use a little pipsqueak as a mic stand. I would never. Mic stands need to be standard club regulation size. There's no way Steven Jr. would be tall enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess mic stands are normally made of metal, huh? Yep, titanium titrate. Shit, really? Not when I started. Oh, been meaning to ask, when did you two start? Eh, probably right after Funny People came out in theaters and made its mark. You see, Steven, we're our family friend's sons, so we caught a decent amount of flicks together over the years. But this Funny People really seemed to make its mark, both in the box office and on our career aspirations. Mm-hmm. We quickly changed career paths in the years after Funny People came out. Why? Because it was so funny? Sure, it was funny, but it was informative. It had information. It really gave us the tools to get started. It's the Bible for cats like us. Oh, cats like us. You mean comedic artists who get paid to sit in a room and find the funny? Exact. Amundo. What about you, Steven? When did you start? Yeah, what about you, Steve? Uh, Okay if I call you that? Eh, for you I'll let it slide. And for you, Jay, too. You two are legitimate comics and have been respected and booked by some of the greatest names in the biz. But to any wise guys out there thinking of calling me Steve, hit the mics for ten more years and then we'll talk. So, do you start before funny people or after funny people? (laughs) Yeah, they should stop saying BC. And I just had this idea. They should stop saying BC and AD for years. And switch to B, F, P, and A, F, P. Right? Right? What would that be? Eh. Before funny people and uh, after funny people, pretty much. Right, I knew that. But yeah, as for me, I'm obvious child. I started comedy immediately after 2014 comedy, obvious child. Much respect to Slate. And it's weird because I consider myself part of your generation. I really feel like I am. Yeah, yeah you, you are. are. You, you, you really you are. are. 
but it's weird because I technically started five years after you guys, but I feel just as established and respected, which is weird because you think the extra years you guys put in the world would do something or pay off in some way, but I guess not really. Well, obviously, obvious child gives you a bit of a boost. (laughs) It's quicker. It's like when you're playing an old Nintendo game. Let's say Mario Kart for shits and giggles. Right. And you know in the game you get a star sometimes? Yes, I love old Mario. (laughs) Well, when you get a star in Mario, shit just has a way of working out for you. And when you see Obvious Child, it's like when you get a star in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Obvious Child may give you a boost to start, but... Guys who start with funny people have better endurance. Uh, uh, how should I put this? Uh, more lasting careers. Curb, for instance, uh, started with funny people. Curb, now we're talking. <laughs> I respect the craft that goes into that show. Everyone obviously knows it's very loosely scripted and heavy on the improv. But I love it. To be able to make that improv work, you need to be a total pro. Which Larry, David, and co. undeniably are. You know, he's been a pro since back in the Seinfeld days. 90s, what, what? (laughs) The character George from Seinfeld, actually. You guys know George, right? Yep, Costanza. Uh, yep. So yeah, George. Apparently George was heavily based on the character of Larry David, which is quite apparent to anyone who's paid the least bit of attention to the shit that goes down in Curb. You know... Curb is pretty, pretty good. (laughs) And that's all I really wanted to say about it. My favorite is that mean lady who yells at Larry. Uh, She called him a four-eyed fuck with a straight (laughs) face. (laughs) That is not how you talk to a man in my customs. But it certainly did make me laugh. And I appreciated what she had to say and kind of what she brought to the table. Yep. Susie, her name is. Yep, she is Jeff's wife. Did you know her name is Susie Green in the show? But in real life, her name is Susie Essman. Yep, I also knew that. My brain is like a steel trap. When I hear a comedian's name, it gets trapped. Just shut in there, and I always remember it. Oh, wow, huh? What other comedians do you know? Huh, a ton. They're awesome. First of all, Slade, of course. I also know Eliza Schlesinger, Ali Wong, Tina Fey, Wanda Sykes, Sarah Silverman, Poehler. I always have to remind myself that Liz Lemon is a character, but I'll just say Tina Fey again. Janine Garofalo holds a special place in my heart. Just some of the decisions she made in the 90s regarding risks in comedy. Peretti. I don't even have to say more. Just Peretti. Oh, and Jay, this would capture your interest. Plaza. Oh, um, Aubrey Plaza? Yup, Aubrey Plaza. A lot of people mistakenly call her Audrey Plaza for far too many years. I used to get pretty mad about that. Fortunately, her tumor and eventual fame have nipped that in the bud. I'm really happy to hear that. And I wish her continued success. Jay, uh, any plans to do any more movies with her? Oh, come on. No, no way. 
No, 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 not at all. No, no more plans. No. But you should. You should do one. Hell, I'm down. Fuck it. No harm in it. No harm? Being billed in a film with Aubrey Plaza, Matthew would send your career to the stratosphere. <laughs> it would take it to the moon and back. True, true. I would certainly reap the benefits of the billing. Uh, I don't know. I have my doubts. Uh, I was in a few movies with Olivia Munn back in the day, and shit didn't exactly skyrocket like I was hoping it would. And she's like, what? She's pretty big, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, she's big. What? She hosted Attack of the Show. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? I mean, I could also say she was correspondent on The Daily Show, but at a certain point, I'm just rubbing it in. Mun sort of came out of nowhere, huh? She just popped on the scene. Ha, huh, not exactly, boys. Her origin story is a matter of interest. Oh, yeah? How did it all go down? Well, funny you ask. When Mun was two years old, her parents divorced and her mother remarried to a member of the United States Air Force. The Air Force? The United States Air Force? Olivia's mother's new husband was a member of many prestigious organizations, but I'm not going to bore the lovely listeners of Up Close and Personal by listing all of them. That just isn't something that's feasible for a variety of reasons at this time. Listen, Steven, Steve, my friend, I feel like we're on a curve right now. Like, Jay, you seem like Larry David because you're just the most Jewish of all of us. And, okay, Steve, you're exactly like Richard freaking Lewis because you're kind of, well, well. I'm not going to beat around the bush. You're kind of an odd dude, but we like you, you know? We keep you around. And as for me, obviously, I'm a bit like Jeff. I have a smooth baritone voice, and I'm highly resourceful when it comes to the managerial aspects of Up Close and Personal, and the biz in general. Yeah, you are. Thank you, by the way. been meaning to thank you for that. It's really no problem. Steve, you, you also seem like you know your way around. I learned my way around by paying my dues, wowing crowds and doing things the right way. The right way? I thought comics like did things so wrong it's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what gives? I don't know where you got that information, but that is absolutely incorrect. There's a way to go about things. I mean, come on. You two are vets. You must know what I'm referring to. Yeah, we do. We do. Sorry. Yeah, we just play it cool. Younger comics could definitely benefit from buying older, more established comics drinks. Speaking of... <laughs> hey, Mr. Younger Comic! We're getting thirsty! Hey, I really do think of myself as though I'm in the same generation as you two. Uh, you're not, though. <laughs> you're not. Checks IMDb. Obvious Child. Hmm. Obviously came out in... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in a different generation. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, 
Funny People has a way of sneaking up on you, in that it's been so long since it came out. But it brings back nostalgic vibes, for sure. Hey, we should definitely catch it sometime. Next time it's playing in a revival house. Hey, name the date and time, and I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> with drinks in tow for my older comic friends. Ah, uh, Steven, now you're catching on. <laughs> we like you, we like you. Jay, what's your poison? Tequila. Uh-huh. And Steven, I will have a eh, gin and tonic. Fuck it. Done. I'm actually getting pretty excited for the revival house. I know Apatow won't disappoint the moviegoers. If the screening's in LA, they'll get it. In LA, they're used to it. Hell, I feel like half the cast of funny people live in LA. All right, Steven, it's almost time to wrap up. Any projects going on you want to plug for the listeners? Come on, Stevie boy, uh, what's in the works? <laughs> well, I'm in the talks with Netflix about a project I can't discuss for legal reasons. <laughs> Otherwise, just go to my Twitter, at Steven Risk Comic. Everything you need to know is listed there. Oh, and if Lauren is listening, give me a call and let's talk about me hosting SNL. Live from Studio 8H in NYC. <laughs> All right. Well, should we all hit a mic together? Hell yeah. I'm in. <laughs> I love mics. Let's try something new. That's what they're for. Yeah, I mean, a comic would be an absolute fool to bring their A game to a mic. A mic is a workshop. Nothing more, nothing less. I can't wait to hear the jokes you two have in store. I'm going to be laughing till the fat lady sings. You can count on it. And I can rest easy knowing veteran comics are gracing the stage. I mean, really. Obvious Child has been out for, what, seven years now? And here's to seven more. Hey, but about the mic, who's driving? I've been 
following the light across my room I watch the night receive the moon of my day Some people say the sky is just the sky But I say, why deny the obvious child? Why deny the obvious child? Sunny sits by